0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio, hard-hitting news that it was refused to use. No doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for April 27th of the year of our Lord 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty and property and to promote God, family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution, the United States of America as our guide that absolutely we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips, as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, welcome to the broadcast, We Reject Revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. That's worth repeating because Joe Biden is planning to crank up a gotcha conservative plan. Anybody who believes in America, the Constitution, freedom, liberty going to be painted as a white supremacist, domestic threat, terrorist. That narrative is ratcheting up. We'll get into that in the next couple of days if we have time. All right, a quick recap of yesterday's show. Sam Bushman talked about COVID 19 vaccination, announces 90% effectiveness. What does that mean, though? It doesn't mean what you think it means. We went into the details. Evaluating COVID 19 vaccinations and the effectiveness in the real world, CDC.gov, we covered that in detail. Get the facts about COVID 19 vaccines, Mayo Clinic. Do the COVID 19 vaccines protect? Against the COVID-19 variants, what are the long-term side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines? That was all hour one. Sam Bushman breaking it down just for you. The government literally talking out of both sides of its mouth. And you can't really understand or trust the information you get from Fauci, from the CDC, from the WHO. Wow. What a sad tale to tell. Second hour we had on Dr. Scott Bradley with us. His whole lifelong mission and collegiate series to preserve the nation is available at freedomsrisingsun.com along with webinars weekly and a whole lot more Q&As on the Constitution. His books, uh, just tremendous stuff. All from Dr. Scott Bradley available at freedomsrisingsun.com. We talked about this microbiologist, Dr. Seturit Begni. I don't know how you say these names here. But anyway, he's a trained American biologist, and he says vaccines will decimate the population of the world. Yeah, vaccines will decimate the world. It's all in the New American, the article about his uh, involvement, April 22nd. Other doctors, Cliff Kincaid and many other people are saying, if we don't take the vaccines, it's the end of the world. Others are saying, if you do take the vaccines, it's the end of the world. You don't even have a clue what the real truth is i submit to you that civility is key kindness to one another respect for one another looking towards the facts transparency and agency should be at the heart of this reality check discussion we also talked about vaccine effectiveness all covid-19 vaccines currently available in the united states says our government are effective at preventing covid 19 but then they say this as seen in clinical trial settings so all these vaccines are safe and effective when well in clinical trial settings and they say then evidence is growing that in the real world they mirror that but they admit blatantly in the real world they don't even know if they're safe and effective but on the top of their websites they say safe and effective everywhere they go that's what i mean dishonest disingenuous What's the truth? And it's very difficult to understand the truth and get to the bottom of it. We need to allow all sides of the story to be told. We need to be kind and appreciative to one another, those who are seeking for truth. That's what we really need to do, folks, in this critical issue. All right, that wraps the recap of yesterday's broadcast. Today, news the network refused to use starts now. Kirk
2: Crosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos Dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. Kurt sent me last night a horrible story
1: about a teenager, about people suffering. And this is where, you know, I get that people are suffering on all sides of these things, right? We need to be very careful that we don't just take one side and act like that's the only part of the real story on this thing. Usually there's both sides to a story. This is no different. The college fix is where this comes from, Kurt.
2: Well, that's right, Sam. And, uh, you know, it's, like you said, it's sad to see. But uh, the bottom line is, uh, well, you know, this This is a running story, I guess you could call it. Um, you know, in this case, though... Um, You know, there's a guy uh, who's basically, uh, you know, trying to run a race. And this is in Oregon, so you know there's going to be problems already. But the headline reads, Oregon track coach blasts mask rule after runner collapses from complete oxygen debt. Uh, Dave Huber's the associate editor there at the College Fix. uh, This Face masked high school distance runner in Oregon collapsed unconscious on the track a few meters from the finish line due to what her coach deemed complete oxygen debt. Oxygen debt. You know, I think so many people have had that, you know, don't you think, Sam? Uh, according to the bulletin, despite Summit High School's 800 meters. I have that every time star, I put on a
1: mask and walk into Gerbent Buildings. <laughs>
2: Maggie Williams uh, there's fall. two problems with my
1: uh, oxygen debt with that Kurt number one I got a mask on so it's hard to breathe and number two just the sheer terror and panic of going into a government building gives where you me are that too. yeah mm-hmm. yes sir.
2: Um, anyway besides even though she fell they say uh, she slid across the finish line and uh, broke a school record so I mean imagine if she hadn't had a mask on I mean she could have been breathing and wouldn't have had to pass out, you know. They say she suffered a burn to her face along with scraped elbows and knees. I was pushing so hard and everything went blurry and I just fell, she said. After the race, her coach took issue with the state's rules, which require face masks even on competing distance runners outdoors. Uh, he says, I'm concerned with the mask rule. Hmm. Well, welcome to the crowd. This is what I am worried about, and I said this at the beginning of the season. You get a kid running the 800 with a mask on, it's actually dangerous. They don't get the oxygen that they need. This rule needs to change. Uh, They say (laughs) they got what they call in Oregon the OHA, Sam. Um, That's the Oregon Health Authority, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there are authorities on health. But they say the, uh, uh, or this guy said, the OHA is not reasonable. Uh, I would like those people to come out and run an 800 with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be happening real soon. But uh, they'll probably just tell them, you guys got to carry a, an oxygen tank now. Huh? What do you think, Sam? Is that good? What's going to be next? <sighs> I don't even know how to determine what's next, because
1: the problem is, if you get an oxygen tank, Kurt, you're still an unnecessary breather. Right? Unless you're a Hillary you're kind of an unnecessary
2: breather. That's exactly right. And I mean, just an unnecessary eater. I mean, we've talked about that in the past, right? You know I, mean? Those people I mean, it's literally insane, vacate the planet. ladies and gentlemen. But I agree with this coach, Kurt,
1: and I what I don't understand is why we've allowed it to get this far.
2: Well, right? I you felt literally like have this to so watch a
1: teenage girl struggle, struggle, struggle to the finish line out of breath, finally just collapse. I'm glad she didn't die, but uh, do we really have to just watch this pain and suffering where people are committing suicide cuz they're all isolated and people are melting down and there's no flu cases anymore and people can't go to the hospital if they have other underlying conditions and things because they're afraid of the covid and now people are literally getting sick and dying because they got masks on and now they're dying from the vaccines and i mean you just look at this and it's like we're not being honest about both sides of this story is the whole point here this coach finally speaking out but you really have to have one of your um students or whatever you want to say one of your players i don't know what you call it when it's track right one of your runners i guess um Literally pass out and melt down at the finish line to kind of decide, hey, whoa, there's something not right here. Do you got to go that far to get that, Kurt?
2: (laughs) Well, it seems like it. And, uh, you know, now now, let me tell you, Sam, if this had been a transgender athlete, uh, oh, man, the whole world had been on this, you know what I mean, Sam? I mean, but, um, you know, since it's just a girl, I mean, I mean, Uh, of course, it would be less covered if it was a, a white male Sam, but, I mean, at least it was oh, a yeah. girl. So, I mean, it's got, you know, some possibility of coverage, you know. I guess right? she just
1: didn't identify properly. Is that why she's not getting the special treatment? Yeah,
2: if she'd have gone ahead and said she was a transgender, she'd have been covered from sea to sea. And, you know, I mean, well, worldwide, for sure, if she had this... Uh, fall you know now
1: kurt facts are relative though she if she's a is she a white girl
2: well do you 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 see a picture of her as close as i can tell um okay so she's a white girl it's kind of not allowed to say she's black that
1: Mm -hmm. would be offensive racism she can't identify as a black never mind the fact that you know she's white not black and there you go she is allowed to say she's a man but she's not allowed to say she's black you got how those facts work buddy
2: yeah, anything crazy is allowed, you know, et cetera.
1: Yeah, there you go. Anyway, our prayers are with the running team. Our prayers are with the coach. I guess this is in Oregon, so our prayers are with, I, didn't this coach write a letter to the governor in Oregon and, and, and to the whole school um, educational system saying we got to change this? And Anyway, I commend the coach for this work. Let's finish talking about that. Then we've got a bombshell story for you coming up. Liberty Round Live, Alive, Sam and Kurt
3: on your radio. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights, not by our fellow men, but by God the Foundation maintains a two-fold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? please make a tax deductible contribution allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight you may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org located in montgomery alabama the foundation for moral law is a non tax tax-exempt 501c3 founded by judge roy moore please partner with us to achieve this important mission morallaw.org
4: the spirit of the american west is live and well in range magazine
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. We're talking about this story. Oregon track coach blasts. Mask rule after runner. Collapses from complete oxygen debt. The college fix with the details. So I assume this is a college student, right, Kurt?
2: Well, it's it's actually a high something. high school student, uh, okay. but you know the bottom line is uh, it's you know something to, to do with education and uh, yes, you know of athletes and all that stuff. So I guess that's why they figured they'd cover it. Uh, but I
1: but, but I, what uh, I like about yeah. this is the coach goes on a <clears throat> beyond his run in a campaign now, saying, "Listen, this is just insane. This has got to stop." Okay, this person is outdoors. They're doing an activity that requires. <clears throat> what do you say? More air. oxygen than normal, Kurt.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think most people kind of need air, but um, you know, in this case, yeah, you're you're breathing pretty hard, and it's a little difficult to get all you need through your mask. You know what I mean? See.
1: And I don't know how to respond to this, but I commend the coach for writing the letter. Kurt, is there any feedback for the letter of parents and others joining in? To...
2: You know, uh, I I suppose the way they're joining in there in Oregon is they're vacating the state. And uh, they're heading to places uh, like Idaho, you know, where I'll bet they let, let them run without a mask on. You know what I mean, Sam? That would be the answer. I don't understand
1: why they would do that, Kurt.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess that would be crazy. You know, got to stay in Oregon where it's safe.
1: Come on, yeah. You guys don't even know this song, do you?
2: No, but it sounds pretty good. Listen.
5: Come on, how do
7: There was a way that I you
8: understand. do you expect me? i
7: with no
1: how so i me to breathe. Tell me no air. How no
2: Well, you know, you just have to remember, if the government says you can do it, you can do it. uh, There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. How do
1: you breathe with no air, right? And you kind of got to ask that question in light of this story. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's kind of an interesting song, uh, but it really kind of highlights what's going on here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have gone to insane in our society. Imagine a runner outdoors, and you're going to run this. What do they run in, 800? Yard, is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, it's 800 meter. Uh, which oh, 800 meter dash, times. okay.
2: Yeah, two times around the track. And, uh, all right. you know, I remember doing that. Uh, yeah, and so you, you sprint
1: know. for 800 meters, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to put a mask on you. In fact, let me tell you, I think according to Fauci, don't, shouldn't we have just, when she passed out, shouldn't we have came back and said, your second mask, wear your second mask?
2: You're disqualified
1: because you don't have your second mask on.
2: She would have not made the first lap, you know, with that. But but anyway. Anyway, what a sad tale to tell. Yeah.
1: All right, moving on, but our prayers are with the athlete. Our prayers are with the coach, and that somebody comes to their senses, not only in Oregon where this took place, but in other states as well. I mean, literally insanity. Mm -hmm. Seth Rich, bombshell. Have you seen this one, Kurt?
2: yes i have this and is huge ladies and kind of gentlemen first off catch people up who seth
1: rich is kurt
2: well ladies and gentlemen uh this is a guy or a young man i you know he was a uh you know in his 20s the way i remember it um and uh well and according to the WorldNet daily story this is kind of where they uh they kind of catch up they say uh Rich was the DNC employee who was shot and killed as he walked to his Washington, D.C. home at about 4 a.m. on July 10, 2016. There was evidence, they say, of a struggle with his hands, knees, and face bruised, yet he had two shots in his back. Police determined it was a robbery, but his wallet and other items were not taken. Two weeks later, they say... See, Ricky hold on. Leaves. Let
1: me stop you there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: The FBI says that it was a robbery, but nothing was taken. Curt, see, to me, that really is... When you see that story in the very beginning, those are the statements that make me go, you know what? We're being lied to. We're not being told the truth. There's no way that it was a robbery where the guy was shot in the back, but nothing was taken. Now, if you say, well, there was a struggle... Face to face, and then they didn't take anything. Okay, maybe, because maybe they shot him, and they panicked, and they freaked, and they left. And but when you shoot somebody in the back, it's an intentional shooting. There's no threat to you as the shooter. There's no. And if you were gonna rob and 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 not take anything, all I'm saying is that the facts just don't add up. So we said at the time, back when the Seth Rich story occurred, in what 2016, Kurt? Is that when it was?
2: That's correct. 2015, I can't, 2016? 2016, yeah, so it was uh, before the election there of that year, uh, you know, so you got the Hillary, you know, big deal going on, Hillary and Trump you know, going at it. And, uh, of course, you got Bernie and Hillary right then, during that time. Yeah,
1: and Hillary basically uh, belligerently, um, you know, abusing Bernie, and no one really calls a halt to that con game either, another story. but So we said right when this happened that, you know what, there's something that doesn't add up on this story. We literally talked about it live on the air. Others had the guts to bring it up at first in the mainstream press even. Fox News, uh, other talk show hosts, I think um, several mainstream talk show hosts mentioned it and talked about it. But then the abuse and attack went on. So the Seth Rich family got in bed with the government, uh, who then they started prosecuting. Anybody who would speak up about this story. And Kurt and I said, there's foul play here going on. And then what the mainstream press said is, you guys just are into this big conspiracy about Seth Rich. You believe something happened. There's nothing here. Move along. And they mocked us and jeered us and ridiculed us. And they threatened to sue a lot of the mainstream um, people who were speaking out about it. And so most of them dropped the piece. There's a few people who had the guts to soldier on and not drop the piece. Namely, Kirk Crosby slash Sam Bushman at Liberty Roundtable Live. And namely, WorldNetDailyWND.com. Bob Unruh with this piece. We were the ones that kept this alive. Now, a few others have. Gateway Pundit uh, and a few other people, I think, have been speaking out a little bit about it. But not nearly enough. Nevertheless, now you've got a massive Seth Rich bombshell. Someone wanted to pay, or actually paid, a lot of money to murder Seth Rich. No joke, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? The FBI reignites mystery with release of cryptic pay-for-death document, Bob Unruh, with the piece. So the FBI was forced to release heavily redacted documents, Kurt.
2: Well, and if anybody doesn't know what that means, it means that, you know, like, say your mom sends you a letter and somebody else gets a letter before you you get it, and they take a, you know, black magic marker and they just mark out a bunch of parts of it, you know, uh, that's basically what this means. I mean, I remember getting that uh, years ago when we did our Freedom of Information Act request, and I'm like, who's the jerk with the magic marker? You know, I mean, and yet, you know, that's how freedom of information works, you know. Uh, but, I mean, the bottom line here, Sam, doesn't this almost remind, like, you you outlined how that worked, because uh, they started talking about it, because it was a news story, and then the family, along with, um, I think, um, some bad guys behind the scenes, uh, started threatening to sue anybody who talked about it and so then hey you know any of the big boys who didn't want to get sued and lose their money you know uh, you know the Sean Hannity's the Fox News's etc they just said well that looks like a story we can't cover and isn't that almost exactly like the whole uh, fraud and the stealing of the election Sam I mean I
1: mean yeah and frankly (laughs) Frankly, when you That's dig exactly into this story, right. the two are actually tied together,
2: Kurt. Well, yeah, I agree. Um, you so, know, own course- network,
1: mm-hmm. one American News Now, I think it's called.
2: Right. Um, basically, right.
1: had talked about the Democrats and the mainstream media had baselessly de- um, dismissed Seth Rich's murder as a conspiracy theory, and claimed it was a robbery. But now, it turns out that the FBI has in their notes, based on a Freedom of Information Act request, we got this. The FBI said they know full well that Seth could have been murdered because of D.C. politics. Let's talk about it on your radio.
0: Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with
9: Lance Pride. The
10: 2020 Census Bureau numbers are out and will reshuffle the 435 congressional districts among the 50 states for the next decade. Texas gets two additional congressional seats. Florida gets an additional seat. New York, California, Illinois, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia all lose seats. Reports from Israel are saying U.S. Special Climate Envoy John Kerry was leaking Israeli military movements on Iranian targets to the Iranian foreign minister, Mohammad Zarif. John Kerry denies the allegations. Ocean scientists at the Scripps Institute announced on Monday they've uncovered a former industrial waste site off the Southern California coast with some 25,000 barrels that contain the toxic chemical DDT, a dumping site since 1947. Scientists have previously detected in the area near Catalina Island high levels of DDT in marine mammals, including dolphins and sea lions. USA Radio News.
6: America's great cities are in deep trouble. Businesses are closing, taxpayers fleeing, and police are defunded as crime and homelessness rise. It's a dangerous time in big cities like New York, L.A., Chicago, Seattle, San Francisco, and more. All this week, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax TV, exposing the real truth in his series, Cities on Fire. Every night, Rob Schmidt gives you the real news you won't hear anywhere else. So watch Rob Schmidt tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern and see his Cities on Fire special. Newsmax TV is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, get Newsmax free on most smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, and LG. Or tune in on Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube Live. And millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on their smartphones. So start watching America's fastest-growing cable news channel, because Newsmax is real news for real people.
10: The Louisville Police Department is under Department of Justice investigation. Tim Berg reports. The Justice Department
2: announced it will launch a broad civil rights investigation into the practice of the Louisville Police Department. Attorney General Merrick Garland making that announcement more than one year after the shooting of Breonna Taylor in her home. Regarding Taylor being shot by police... Ted Williams, former DC homicide detective, tells Fox News,
11: This seems to be the one in Louisville. The investigation there seemed to be predicated on the Breonna Taylor case. But I gotta tell you, in the Breonna Taylor case, the, uh, what the police officers did, I believe, was reasonable. They came to serve a search warrant. During the course of serving the search warrant, Breonna
1: Taylor's, uh, brought, uh, boyfriend opened fire on them, and, they, and one of the officers was wounded. They wound up returning fire, and sadly, Brianna Taylor was killed.
10: Louisville has a population of 618,000. USA Radio News.
1: Kurt Crosby and Sam Bushman live on your radio. This segment of the broadcast is brought to you by Raw Honey, delivered directly to your door. To learn more, get a hold of Kurt several ways possible. You can text or call 801-669-2211. That's 801-669-2211. You can email Kurt, C-U-R-T, at LibertyRoundTable.com. Or you can go to the website, LocalHoneyMan.com. Incredible tasted, raw local honey delivered directly to your door. So the FBI, in its release by force by the FOIA, Freedom of Information Act request, the FBI um, literally basically, hey, they had to pay for his death note in there. So the FBI lied, ladies and gentlemen, about this story to all of you. They let us believe that it was a murder. Um, I'm sorry, they let us believe that it was just a robbery gone wrong, not a murder, although they knew it was a murder the whole time. They even let the mainstream press attack organizations who were reporting the truth on this thing and literally threatened them into silence with lawsuits. The FBI sat idly by while the mainstream media and the Democrats mocked us saying it was a conspiracy theory, but the FBI knew all along that it was not. Debbie or Gorgados, host of America, Can We Talk, noted the area within the DNC where the Seth Rich, where he was working, it was one where he had access and where he would have the ability to have this information now they say rith rich survived about an hour after he was shot but the gateway pundit noted that the fbi previously denied there were any documents on rich's death so think about that for a minute ladies and gentlemen the fbi literally lied okay when they say that the fbi denied That's a lie. The government lied. So while the mainstream press and while the Democrats are attacking us saying we're into conspiracy theories, the FBI literally knew there was documents, knew there was murder discussions that the FBI felt like there was really a serious issue here, and they let the mainstream press mock us. I know I'm repeating myself a little bit, but I want to really highlight this. The FBI knew. So when it said the FBI... Denied that means the FBI lied. Okay, wow, you think about that and you go, Wow, Cos Hill said that the FBI had a string of emails, and they called it a heavily redacted email string. It's between Seth Rich. And in one email, Agent Strock, I guess that's Peter, right, boasts about having squashed something pertaining to Mr. Rich's, or to Mr. Rich. Seymour Hirsch, a journalist, reported, reported a high-ranking FBI official who said high-ranking communications between Rich and WikiLeaks does exist just like Julian Assange said on TV, foreign TV, back in the day, in the in, in the same period. Kurt, I don't know how to respond to this, but we've been vindicated, number one. Number two, do you think anything will happen?
2: Well, that's what I was looking for, Sam, to see uh, what big uh, news entities are going to pick this up now, Sam. Uh, I mean, uh, because... <laughs> I don't see. Hey Kurt, see do you have your mask that. on. You're not no, allowed
1: to do radio on. without a mask, my friend. You could harm everyone. See, they'll just go like that and just derail the whole discussion, won't they?
2: I mean, when you put in um Seth Rich and you put in news, you you just, you know, you just don't really get uh for example, there's a Media Matters piece um you know, and that's certainly not going to cover it. There's uh something that says uh, Daily Beast, Paul Gozar's latest extremist connection, a fundraiser with white nationalist ties. So they're going to beat up on it. And then they go, 99 days ago, as Fox News required its settlement with the family of killed DNC staffer, Seth Rich remained undisclosed until after the 2020 election. So, you know, this so let me is stop you how... Then.
1: Yeah. So let me stop you there, though. If this Seth Rich thing was a murder and the FBI covered up the murder right when an election was taking place, but it turns out there was ties to WikiLeaks and it was tied to the truth and a murder occurred, now we've got two elections that have been tampered with in your face blatantly, Kurt. Somebody who's leaking information or partnering with WikiLeaks to leak information, and then they literally snuff out a life so that will stop. And then literally Julian Assange on the run in foreign nations, Seth Rich dead, and now, then the next election, you got this scandal that Trump's blatantly pointing to. Um, we've turned into third-world country status card on this thing. That's what happens in third-world countries. People die and vanish and disappear and, and all this stuff. But you've got the FBI, your government agency, supposedly the badge or the, the quintessential honor and truth and integrity organization at the center of this scandal. And ever since exactly. the Ammon Bundy scenario where the FBI literally lied on the stand try to trap Ammon bundy but got caught by a whistleblower with inside government uh etc um i don't the fbi is just a criminal organization kurt and this just proves it even further i mean when will the fbi stop with their criminal dishonest activity
2: and it also um ties into that theme at least i believe sam of the way that they typically get the media and that's especially the media that's you know Uh, I guess I'd call it too big for its britches, you know, where they've got lots of money uh, to lose if they have to go to court and they get beat up in court. Uh, then they just, you know, threaten them with a lawsuit and, uh, and basically, then they decide the whatever media entity, whether it's Sean Hannity or whoever it is, they decide. Well, and that's too expensive for us to talk about, so we'll just move on to other stories. And that's exactly what you saw with Seth Rich, and that's what you see in with the uh, stealing of the last election. Now, there's a guy, uh, Mike Lindell. Is Almost Well, he and Sidney Powell and maybe a few supporters there are the only guys that seem to uh, you know, keep at it. Uh, everybody else, especially in the mainstream media that talked about it big time at the, at the time, they've kind of gone to uh, talk about other stories, haven't they, Sam? Yeah, let me give
1: you an example to make the point, Kurt. Um, there's a headline that says, here's your new pizza delivery robot. <laughs> Domino's okay. is now testing a service. In a single neighborhood in Houston, um, where I guess this robot car—it's an autonomous vehicle—and it just rolls up and delivers your pizza. When it's there, it'll text you and say, "Pizza delivery's outside." You walk out and you type in the code of the combination, and the robot opens the door. And there's your hot and ready, buddy.
2: Well, and the nice yeah. thing with this kind of a pizza delivery, Sam—at least if you're sending out a car—you don't have to. Uh, you know, you don't have to lose a driver, uh, you know, if you're going into a dangerous section. I mean, you know, they, I mean, we've seen it where they just shoot the pizza driver and take the pizza and the money, you know, et cetera. Uh So in this case, um, you know, it's kind of like you go into a war zone and just send in the drone instead of, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, an individual, right?
1: Yeah, you don't have to deal with the grid unwashed if you just send the robot in there to deliver pizza to your Kurt. there.
2: Good point, Sam. Yeah. But
1: think about that kind of thing. Now, I'm not really too into that pizza robot story, although it is kind of interesting. But I'm just telling you, the FBI in its release of heavily redacted documents regarding murdered Democratic National Committee employee Seth Rich has included a cryptic pay-for-his-death note. The Gateway pundit noted that the FBI denied that there was any other information on this. Who's going to prison over this, folks? You've got election tampering. You've got a dead man. Now, I also wonder what the family's going to do about this, Kurt, because the family took the government, the mainstream press, aside, and they're like, don't add insult to injury. We're already suffering from the loss of our son or our brother or whatever, and it's horrible, and you better stop reporting on this. And but now the family's been snookered by the FBI too, unless the family's in on it somehow, or forced to be silent, or threatened to silence in some way. The plot thickens big time. But what's gonna happen? I don't expect anything to happen, Kurt. The FBI is just flat out criminal. And um it is what in getting worse by the day.
2: Well, you say Sam, least, why do you say that? You know. I agree, Sam, and and what you're when you bring up the story about the pizza delivery, you show us exactly what uh, does uh, you know what they want to do is they want to move you from the main story to other things and get your mind on something else so that you can't really go to the heart of the story and that is, hey, are are our elections really rigged? Uh, yes, I mean. <laughs> yeah and without question how far does it go you know and where i'm gonna tell you you got the fbi it goes pretty deep doesn't it
1: i'll tell you where it goes the new york times just released an article on the fbi strange enough ready for it? set what it says special court scolds fbi for monitoring americans i'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio
10: Your call is being transferred to the listing ear, listing professionals dedicated to hearing you.
3: Hello, listening here. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy, she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made Cheerleader? I didn't try out for Cheerleader. Um, This
5: isn't uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry.
4: There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, for more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org.
12: I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City Policy I strongly supported the House of Representatives pain-capable bill, which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. And most importantly of all, It is the gift of life itself. That is why we march. That is why we pray. And that is why we declare that America's future will be filled with goodness, peace, joy, dignity, and life for every child of God.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's why I say the FBI is a flat-out criminal organization and needs to be shut down immediately. You can say, Sam, you're too bold on this. Not even close. I'm not bold enough, ladies and gentlemen. Listen up and listen good. Not only did they commit criminal activity in the Ammon Bundy case, where Ammon Bundy literally served for two years in prison, and he was not guilty of anything. Why? Because the FBI perjured themselves and lied and were dishonest to the point where the judge just threw out the case and went, What? The FBI FBI withheld exculpatory evidence. The FBI literally lied and perjured themselves on the stand to the point where we have no choice but to dismiss this case. Now you get the FBI bombshell that the FBI literally lied and covered up the Seth Rich murder while they allowed the mainstream press and government and the victim's family, to attack us all who were reporting on the details and saying something smells with this case, something's not right, doesn't pass the smell test. They let them mock us, saying we are conspiracy theorists. All right? But now, headline from the New York Times, Charlie Savage, it's spelled with an I-E, so I assume it's a female. Special court scolds FBI for monitoring of Americans. Now, think about that. For a second year in a row, the Nation's Surveillance Court, so that's a secret court, ladies and gentlemen, Nation's Surveillance Court has pointed with concern to widespread violations by the FBI of rules intended to protect Americans and their privacy. When analysts search emails, listen carefully, Gathered without a warrant. But, of course, the court still signed off on another year of the program, a newly declassified ruling shows in a 67-page ruling issued in November. We don't hear about it till now, right? And made public on Monday, James E. Boesberg... The presiding judge in the case, he's on the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. So the secret FISA court recounted several episodes uncovered by an FBI audit where the Bureau's analysts improperly searched for Americans' information and emails that the National Security Agency or the NSA collected literally without warrants. Rather than it being a new problem, those instances appeared largely to be additional examples of an issue that was already brought to light in December 2019 ruling by another judge, Judge Boesberg. They say the government made it public in September. The FBI has already sought, they say, to address the problem. By rolling out new protections, but they say the coronavirus has hindered their efforts. Still, they certified this FISA court, still they certified the illegal activity by the FBI. And they said, you know what? No harm, no foul. So the special court scolded the FBI for this, but really is doing nothing about it. Now, Kurt, this goes back to, this all started, this FISA court, this criminal activity started with George W. Bush. See, George spied on Americans, and when he got caught doing it, instead of putting him in prison for his criminal activity, uh, they said, well, golly, George, you shouldn't have done it. And George said, well, I didn't really spy on Americans. I only spied on people overseas. Um, and those people who may have had some terrorist American ties, well, they might got caught in the, um, you know, surveillance too. And then we dug a little bit of deep, a little bit deeper on it. We found out George Bush lied completely. He was spying on all of us. And then rather than the Congress, um, attacking the president and putting him in prison for his criminal activity, what Congress did was codify it by creating this new secret FISA court and all these other uh, bogus things, the Patriot, um, whatever it is, and all these different rules or whatever it is, right? Okay, the Patriot Act and all this stuff. Well, anyway, to make a long story short, this is an outgrowth of George Bush's criminal activity, and now the FBI blatantly involved in that criminal activity to the point where now the judge is scolding the FBI for widespread abuses, for monitoring of Americans' private information without a warrant, but yet the judge, even though he kind of, chastised the FBI, he literally then said, but it's okay. And so that's why I say to you that the FBI is a criminal organization. Charlie Savage with the New York Times, this isn't my story. This isn't just an extremist story. whatever. And that's why I quote the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen. I know they're the other side of the news. I know they're enemy news to a great degree. But I quote them because then people can't debate You know, oh, that's partisan politics, or you're attacking the other side. No, the New York Times now reporting on the criminal activity at the FBI, exposing the information that got released from the secret court. So when the other side exposes those details, and they have a lot of credibility, regardless if it's true or not, right, they have mainstream support. I mean, the New York Times, ever since Trump's been attacking the New York Times, they've done nothing but groan. I wish we could end the New York Times. But nevertheless, uh, it's important to use their narrative because then it can't be used against you. It's like, wait a minute, that's the New York Times, not me, folks. Okay, anyway, I digress except to say this criminal activity has been documented 66 ways from Sunday, Kurt. uh, But this criminal activity just keeps getting backed by government. Congress backs Bush and his criminal spying on all of us. Then, of course, the FBI does it, gets caught, no harm, no foul. They do it widespread, get caught, second year in a row widespread get caught but there's no repercussions of any kind sir it's just carry on just don't make it so public that's why the secret courts that's why the redacted documents that's why the criminal activity continues because kurt unless we the people could shine a big enough light on that sucker it'll go on forever the cockroaches keep breeding buddy
2: couldn't agree more sam and uh that's the duty we have uh, Whether you're an individual, um, you know, you've got access to uh, a microphone or uh, at least, um, you know, a neighbor or whatever, you've got to do your part. Kind of like uh, Mike Lindell says, uh, you know, in his, uh, when you go to his uh, frankspeech.com, there's a bunch of other places that are trying to pull you away from there and make fun of it. They say he's got a, they gave him a, I don't know what that is, but it's uh, their way of making fun of him or whatever. But he's got a new presentation from his Absolute Proof one now. He's got one called Absolute Interference. And uh, when you go there to his uh, frankspeechplace.com, it says, thank you for being part of Frank." with over 400 million stream requests in just four days Frank's speech so far has been an epic success right now we're working on new features keep checking back in the meantime help save our country and share absolute interference everywhere uh... you know and and when you look at this guy along with people like uh... the julian assange's and you know a few other sydney powell uh, uh, you know, they just keep at it, even if they're threatened with big old billion-dollar lawsuits, um, you know, and uh, I guess along that line, Sam, um, you know, there's uh, there's a little bit of uh, election news out of Arizona, where you've got, um, over the weekend, uh, the Senate, uh, Arizona Senate, has uh, basically instituted a, uh, they finally just you know, acted like they were the Senate and went after that Maricopa County whole deal, uh, you know, which is the biggest county in Arizona that um, they've been heretofore uh, told they couldn't go at, you know, look at any of the election results and check into any of the numbers. But they finally uh, started at it. And uh, now the uh, I guess the Democrats were uh, going to sue to stop this election result uh, review but um, they told him well you know if you're going to do that you got to put up a million dollars uh to uh slow because you're going to slow down this thing and it's going to cost that much and then they uh i guess didn't didn't uh, add up with the money so um, they're looking into it and uh, digging in there's something called the cyber ninjas did i don't know if you read about this story but to me it sounds like a pretty cool group uh but the uh senators down there in arizona have uh employed this group called the cyber ninja ninjas they're gonna manually recount some 2.1 million ballots from the 2020 election day uh democrats had sued to stop the verification process but it was allowed to continue when they refused to post a million dollar bond for additional costs of their delay so you know there's there's digging going on um you, number one you got to. there is hard. but you can't You're,
1: trust the digging kurt did you see right, the next story on point. this now the company that's been charged with doing the recount yeah people are trying to ninjas. see if their recount will be transparent that's right. And now they're telling the court, we don't want our recount to be transparent. We don't want you to be able to know our methodology. Uh, you can't see how we do it. I don't have trust in it, Kurt.
2: Well, the one thing they did say in their uh, response was they don't want their information the way they dig, um, shared with their competition. Because they feel like um, there's going to be other places they can work you know and do this kind of thing and dig into these uh um well what do they call them anomalies uh you know i call it cheating and lying uh but anyway uh they've got other places where they hope to get uh some business and they don't really want to share the way they do it um the way they dig and the way they uh you know their what would you call it their tricks to the trade sam and uh I can understand that. And here's the sad part about
1: this. I can understand that. It's kind of the the national security discussion in America. I get that we can't give away our most treasured secrets in America for national security. I also get, though, that there needs to be a degree of transparency. And where one stops and the other begins, that fuzzy area where it's taken advantage of uh, becomes the problem. Right? So I agree with your point. But I also agree that, you know what, there's a lack of transparency there if we can't know how they counted or got the details and we don't know their methodology then i don't know if we can trust the results if they come back and say no harm no foul on this thing Uh, on the other hand at the same time i get that we don't want to pass that to the enemy Uh, so it's a tough balance Kurt. what i mean is i see both sides and i don't know where the answer lies
2: It's a great point sam yep
1: yeah all right anyway interesting stuff in arizona but again You know what? If we just find this out about the 2016 elections and Seth Rich and the election tampering that took place there, no one's digging into the election tampering that took place between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton on the Democratic side back in 16 either, and now we have the Donald Trump scandal in 2020, and we're still trying to dig and debate this thing. It'll be 2090 before we even get answers on any of this, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, there was fraud, and everybody knew it, and the FBI knew it and covered it up, and well, you're just going to move along there. The FBI has been guilty of mass fraud all across the country, but... We'll give him another authorization for another year. Clean it up, guys. Get it right. Straighten up. Maybe, Tug in your shirt. maybe Bye, pretty golly.
2: soon, yeah. Maybe pretty soon they'll release the JFK information, huh, Sam?
1: Yeah, when I'm dead, they're not going to release it along with <laughs> real life. It's, Good been, point. it's too close. Good what point. is it? 60 years old?
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Good point.
1: Almost 58 or 57. It's about as old as Kurt, you know. All right, egg tight, five, ladies and six, gentlemen. Six, hour three. one of the can. Jim Clymer coming up. Thank you, Kurt. Godspeed. I'm telling you right now, we the people need to stand together for the sacred cause of liberty. That is for sure. Localhoneyman.com to get raw local honey delivered to your door. And for Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. Will you get involved and help us? God save the Republic of the United States of America. Donate liberally to LovingLiberty.net,
12: would you please?
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow American Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for April the 27th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Kurt was with us first hour doing a phenomenal job. He had to hop. Jump into our next incredible guest, James. Climber, the party of integrity, liberty, and prosperity, ConstitutionParty.com. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir.
8: Thank you. It's my pleasure to be on your show.
1: Now, you're an attorney, so I want to kind of pick your brain on something that really scares me. I don't know if you know this, but the FBI, when it came to the Ammon Bundy case, literally got caught lying. They withheld exculpatory evidence they lied on the stand and perjured themselves and they got caught so much so that eventually the judge was so incensed he just flat out dismissed the case uh, and said you know what ammon walks free this is insane the government's you know criminal activity this all happened because of whistleblowers inside uh, etc and ammon bundy literally served two years in prison he was acquitted by a jury in oregon and he was then um, let go by the judge uh, because of the criminal acts of the FBI uh, in Nevada. But he served two years for literally nothing. He doesn't have any blemish on his record at all. He's been arrested a bunch of times, but he's, he's not guilty of any wrongdoing. Every time they dig into and Bundy, they have to let go of the cases because of the criminal activities of our government. In fact, Marcus Mumford, who's now passed away, was the attorney in Oregon. And when the judge uh, had the jury come up and render the verdict of not I'm going to say it again, not guilty for Ammon Bundy and and, and others. Then Marcus Mumford said, now I need you to let my client go. Your Honor, can we? And they literally tased the attorney in the middle of court. I don't know if you're aware of all this.
8: I wasn't aware of that part,
1: no. All right, this is literally factually what happened. So to make a long story short, now the FBI is under the gun on a variety of other cases. There's a Seth Rich bombshell. Are you you familiar with the Seth Rich case?
8: I'm sorry, which case? Seth Rich. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. All right, so
1: Seth Rich is the gentleman that was a Democratic um, operative or whatever. And it turns out that you and I and others were reporting on Seth Rich. So were a lot of mainstream press news services that he was murdered. And it turns Mm -hmm. out that in the middle of the night, this DNC guy with the Democratic National Committee, uh, was out in the middle of the night drinking and partying or whatever else, and he got murdered. And the FBI said that he was it was a robbery gone wrong, although he was shot in the back, and they didn't take any of his possessions. And at the time, we reported that and said, you know what, something doesn't smell right here. This doesn't sm- pass the smell test. This is insane. And the mainstream press mocked us. The family turned against us and said, how dare you? You know, um, add insult to injury. We're already grieving over our son. How dare you dig into this? Leave it alone. He's dead. Uh, It was just a robbery gone wrong. Leave it alone. The mainstream press mocked guys like us that were reporting it, calling us conspiracy theorists. The uh, mainstream groups like Fox and, 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 and others who were willing to at least report some on it eventually got threatened with lawsuits and everything else, and it shut the whole discussion down. There was only a few intrepid people like me and Kurt, Liberty Roundtable Live, like WND or WorldNet Daily, and a few others who were willing to keep up on it, the Gateway Pundit. A few of us intrepid people were willing to still work on the case, but not very many. Well, OWN News, One American News Now doing a great job, and they filed a bunch of FOIA requests on this case. Well, they got heavily redacted information back, Jim Clymer. But here's what it is. The FBI, in its forced release of heavily redacted documents regarding murdered Democratic National Committee employee Seth Rich, has included, listen to this, a cryptic pay for his death note. The Gateway Pundit noted that the FBI previously had denied there were any documents on Rich's death. So now you got the FBI who knew full well there was these documents, lied, said there was nothing more, you guys are crazy, conspiracy wackos, so the FBI literally lied and then let the media attack us as conspiracy theorists and let all this go down and let lawsuits fly so that everybody backed off the story. But the FBI knew the whole time and lied and now got caught with their hand in the cookie jar.
8: Do you have a response to this, Jim Clymer? Well, I think it's pathetic. I mean, I know it's 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 frightening because um, first of all, the founders never envisioned a national police force, and you have to question, you know, what what they're there for. But but this has become an increasing pattern over the last number of years, where they, um, you know, it used to be that they would just lie when they're interrogating a, a suspect. And to try to get information out of them, but now they go much further, and they're willing, like you said, willing to even lie uh, when they're under oath and in court. And uh, but it's, they 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 do that to try to entrap people. And then with uh, with what you're talking about with the Seth, Seth Ritz case, it's uh, it's all part of a whole cabal that is uh, designed or with has intention to mislead the public I mean I don't know where there's uh, I don't know where this is going to be going with the Seth know as you said a lot of us were pretty sure from the beginning that there's something amiss here there's a lot more to this story than what we're being fed but it's all part of a pattern that with the FBI which is uh, you know I believe is just totally corrupt and we saw that too with the with the involvement with administ- the Trump administration, and what they did, as well as what they didn't do, you know, not going after real criminals, and then targeting other people to uh, to try to intimidate them, or as the case may be, or to uh, um, shut them up to. Uh, Uh, harass them because of their political beliefs or whatever the case may be. And it's a very dangerous thing that we're getting into where you have a national police force like the FBI being in uh, uh, playing a part of advancing an agenda, a political uh, ideological agenda, which is really what's happening and using criminalizing in the process, criminalizing, Activity that should be protected. And I, right, yeah, I wanna I, totally I want to add agree. insult to
1: injury with what the FBI is doing here. Not that I want to do this. I'm just saying I want to highlight this reality. Remember back in the day, George W. Bush literally spied on all Americans. Yeah. He used the NSA and wiretapped and spied on everybody. When he first got caught, he lied and said, Oh, I'm only spying on overseas terrorists. And if there's a connection to somebody, you know, domestically, then, you know, we, we capture that. But other than that, we're not spying on anybody. So we lied, and then we caught him at lying, and he's spying on everybody. And then instead of Congress, you know, uh, really putting the president in prison, which is what should have happened, by the way. Okay, when presidents literally spy and use uh, unconstitutional agencies to spy on the American people, the president ought to go to prison over that. But nevertheless, the FBI, um, you know, continued, the NSA continued, everybody just continued. Uh, And George Bush then, you know, they just codified what he did in Congress, and they passed the Patriot Act and everything else to just literally double down and support criminal activity. It was a tragic tale to tell. But now there's a headline in the New York Times of all places that says the following, ready? Special court scolds FBI for monitoring of Americans. Charlie Savage, New York Times. Now here's what's interesting. So the FBI is spying on everybody. Literally monitoring email, gathering information without warrant at all. And now they say this. For a second year, the nation's secret surveillance court has pointed with concern to widespread violations by the FBI. Violation of rules intended to protect Americans' privacy. They say when analysts search, emails gathered without a warrant. But don't worry, the judge still signed off and gave them another year to carry out their criminal activity. That's a newly declassified ruling shows the details of this. And so you got now two judges in 2019 and now this one literally saying, FBI, you're criminals. You guys are are disobeying the law. You're searching information and violating the privacy of Americans without warrants. It's widespread. It's not just once or, oh, my gosh, sorry. And it's widespread for multiple years. It was literally secret courts, FISA secret courts. And now the judge is like, bad on you. Slap your hand with a ruler. Go to the back of the line. But please continue the program. We need to start arresting criminals everywhere. I don't even know how to go about this. But the judges, both of them now are uh, aiding and abetting George Bush, Congress, who have all created these secret courts and the FBI, all unconstitutional, just flat out running amok. When we get back, I want Jim Clymer to respond because I'm not an attorney, but I'm just an incensed American who believes in the supreme law of the land. I'm like Donald Trump. I believe in the rule of law. But something has gone off the rails. I'm telling you that right now. Widespread abuses. I just highlighted the Seth Rich lies, the Ammon Bundy lies. Now it's widespread and everywhere. Hang tight.
5: As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job, it will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org.
11: As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, James Clymer, constitutionparty.com. With me, we're talking about these uh, uh, some would say gaffes, some would say missteps, but I would say flat out criminal activity. Widespread is what two judges have said, two years apart, not to mention the other cases I highlighted as examples. The FBI's turned into a flat out criminal enterprise, and the problem is that the president of the United States in the past started. Uh, at least in my opinion, this latest rampage of abuses. Uh, and Congress bought off on it by passing the Patriot Act and giving to carte blanche access uh, to all of our private information by government unconstitutional agencies. Now, the problem is, and, and I want to ask you, Jim Clymer, constitutional attorney, I'm just an incensed American here. I just can't stand it. It's just getting worse by the second. Uh, I, I, you know, when when attorneys are tased in court, when men rot behind bars for two years and they're guilty of nothing, uh, when I don't even know how to respond to this. What do we do, sir?
8: Well, we need to do a lot. I don't know. If there's a. Uh, uh, there's certainly not a magic wand that we can wave. Uh, I wanted to say one thing as far as the judge in the Bundy case. And you know, when that trial started out, the judge seemed to be hostile to to, to Bundy, and uh, Great point. it didn't didn't it didn't look good. And I got to give that judge credit for in showing integrity and and uh, you know pointing out what the uh, FBI had done and dropping the charges the and I don't remember whether it was all the charges or what but anyway you know the, the judge took some very decisive and bold action even though originally showing uh, I think I can say safely showing bias um uh, in favor of the government's action against them so you know they showed some integrity in, in recognizing that. Unfortunately, uh, and you mentioned the, the, the Patriot Act and the FISA courts that go along with that are authorized under the Patriot Act. The uh, I, I don't know where these judges are. They're supposed to be. That's supposed to provide a safeguard from abuses. That's what they tell us, but you see what happened in the when they were going after, when they were surveilling uh, Trump and conducting criminal, well, that whole dossier that they uh, tried to use as a basis for, for surveilling Trump. Um, again, where, where are the judges that are supposed to have the integrity to make sure these things are done in compliance with the law. There's so many of them are AWOL. They're not. They're, they're really not doing their job. And, and some of us predicted this in the beginning. We we didn't have confidence there was going to be the the protections that were supposedly built into the Patriot Act. And of course we've been proven correct. But what does that matter now? After lives have been damaged, people have uh, uh, sat in jail, and uh, people have been um, defamed and all kinds of things have happened uh, the, the, the public has a short memory span and quickly, they quickly they remember what was put out there in the beginning but then they when, when the truth finally comes out they have forgotten about it, it's no longer big news so lives are destroyed through this process and um, yeah, we need to have – we need a Department of Justice. We need a an attorney general who reigns in the FBI and, and puts a stop to that. How you get that, I don't know. We're certainly not going to get it with uh, um, our current attorney general, that's for sure.
1: Sad tale to tell. So what about shutting down the flat-out criminal enterprise known as the FBI? I mean, can you say it's anything but a criminal enterprise at this point? It's unconstitutional, first of all. Secondly, they're committing all kinds of acts under the cloak of government. I don't know what you want to call it, edict or support or look the other way or a wink-wink and a nod-nod. I mean, I don't know what it is in these secret courts, but it's off the rails.
8: Well, and it's systemic. It's not the you have the FBI itself, which is, you i think correctly doesn't characterize it as a um, criminal enterprise and and so now, obviously that's probably overly broad because i'm sure there are a lot of good fbi agents who are there to do their job and who honor their oath to the constitution and so on but as a as a leadership as a policy that are being set um, and 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 of course, I believe that there are many uh, Peter Strokes and 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 uh, what was his girlfriend's name? I forget the name, but uh, you know people like that who are who, who try to implement Page. a political agenda. Page, Lisa Page. That's right. Yes. I'm sure there are plenty of those in there too, which are uh, not doing their job. And as you said, Ed, you know, I think it's on constitutional agency to begin with, and it, it should be done away with. But then you have the other thing that concerns me, the people who are supposed to be the guardian of the Constitution and constitutional rights. The judges, the courts are falling down on their responsibilities and are not not doing what they're supposed to be doing in, in protecting the rights of individuals
1: and you know what other case comes to mind in this the Michael Flynn case isn't this a similar scenario of what happened to Amon Bundy really happened to Michael Flynn government got a bunch of information he well, forged uh, stuff and lied and went all
8: the way to Michael Flynn right that's another example it's another example where they where they flat-out lied to him to try to, to trap him and you know, thank goodness uh, I mean for those of us who know, we know that he's been vindicated. Thank goodness Trump pardoned him and and got out of that mess but and there again, you saw a judge who was so hostile to him. they didn't even want to accept when the when the Department of Justice wanted to withdraw the charges, knowing that there was a, a false under false pretenses under false information and the judge didn't even want to accept that he wanted to all of a sudden the judge became a prosecutor himself
1: pathetic It's, it's frightening. it's pathetic but it's beyond that ladies and gentlemen let me explain why i'm so incensed and so fired up over this at the same time george bush george w bush lied and spied on all the american people Government went crazy after the, what, 9-11 attacks and stuff like that, and they passed all kinds of legislative, um, I don't know what you want to call them, problem bills. One of them being this Patriot Act um, that allowed a lot of this surveillance to be codified and, and say, it's okay, we can have these secret FISA courts and we can spy on everybody. National security demands it violating the rights of the people and everything else. That's bad enough. But they also created Homeland Security which is another unconstitutional government agency cr- uh, created in, under the Republicans this time. But here's the point. So if Michael Flynn has to be pardoned by the president to save his skin, otherwise he goes to prison on false pretenses that have been proven false, as you wisely point out. And if Ammon Bundy's uh, attorney gets tased in court, and Ammon Bundy only walks because of an internal whistleblower to blow the lid off the case of the, of the dishonest FBI, okay? Here's the next headline, and I kind of wonder where you and I, meaning the American people, sit. Homeland Security Department plans, quote, extremism review, New York Times. And they go in and they talk about white supremacists, da-da-da. They go in and talk about domestic threats and constitutionalists and people who don't believe the official narrative on climate change and people who don't believe in vaccines and people who don't believe in masks and people who believe in kind of Ron Paul-esque politics and And they're going to start a Joe Biden slash Homeland Security review and roundup of white supremacist domestic threat concerns, if you will. Jim, you and I as Christians first, white men second, not that we're into the racial discussions, but um, constitutionalists third, influential people, I mean, a constitutionally uh, well-known attorney and a nationally syndicated talk show host. So to some degree, and I'm not trying to say we're celebrities, but to some degree, uh, a little different than the average Joe in terms of our uh, exposure to society, you know, somewhat famous in, in, in ways, right? Um, you put all that together and you say, you and I are the biggest target right now under Joe Biden's Homeland Security. Well, a lot of the other things we pointed to were under Republican presidents. Now we've got a Democrat, socialist, communist, that's my opinion, president at the helm, backed by rabid, crazy, uh, extreme members of Congress who literally want to see you and I uh, virtually, I hope not physically, but figuratively fry, sir. And I'm very concerned about what they're about to ratchet up. You think it's been bad to date? You just
8: wait. Jim? I think we have to prepare for that uh, because I think it's coming. I mean, you see it already. You see the, the beginnings of it, and uh, we no longer have free speech. You have uh, uh, what we say, and I have my name on uh, some Supreme Court cases, briefs. That, uh, All right,
1: hang tight. I want Jim Clymer to continue, but I want to give him room to roll. Jim Clymer, ConstitutionParty.com. Stay there, my friend. This is the one and only. Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News.
6: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
10: The effort to recall Democrat California Governor Gavin Newsom has received the necessary number of verified signatures to trigger a recall election in the fall. The California Secretary of State said on Monday they now have more than 1.6 million verified signatures. Health leaders said the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention could make big changes to its masking guidelines for outdoor spaces. President Biden is expected to announce updated CDC guidelines about masking outside at sometime Tuesday. The medical community has known for a long time that the risk of transmitting coronavirus is much lower outside versus inside. Representative Tim Ryan, the Democrat from Ohio, a 10-term representative in Congress since 2003, and a former Democratic presidential contender, announced his run for the U.S. Senate on Monday morning. Quote, I am running for Senate because Ohioans are working harder than ever. It's time to hit the reset button. End quote. USA Radio News.
7: Hi, I'm Wayne Alarood, and I'm in the best shape of my life. I love working out hard every day, but I turned 60 this year, and working out can cause some serious aches and pains. I was commiserating with my buddy, Jay Schrader, the Super Bowl champion and former Raiders quarterback, about the challenges of staying in great shape for anyone over age 50. Jay said I had to try sonsoflibertycbd.com, and it would heal my body, mind, and soul. He was right. No more aches and pains. I feel like a million bucks finding quality cbd not easy but sons of liberty cbd highest quality cbd i've ever seen cbd is not pot it won't get you high it's 100 legal it's 100 american made cbd is mainstream and it works for my listeners sons of liberty is offering a discount of 15 off every product if you use the code war 15 at checkout even better you can combine the discount with your subscription discount for 25 off Please support veteran-owned, service-disabled, small business, Sons of Liberty, CBD.com. Just say War 15 to get 25% off.
10: The 2020 census numbers are out, and a state's America has 331 million people. With the numbers comes a shift in political representation. While Texas and Florida will gain additional seats in Congress, California and New York will lose seats. Dan Rockey from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau has more.
4: The Census Bureau announced the first set of data from the 2020 census on Monday, showing the U.S. population now tops 331 million. The population grew 7.35% since 2010, the slowest rate of growth since the 19th. 30s. The number is also illustrating a population shift that could alter the look of Congress in 2022. Texas will gain two seats in the House of Representatives, one of six states to gain a seat. Illinois, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia will all lose a seat, as will California, the first time in the state's history that its congressional delegation will shrink. The average population of a congressional district will also increase by more than 50,000 people to around 761,000. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Narocki.
1: I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Clymer. What do they call those guys, Esquire? Is that what you are, Esquire? Is that how it is, Jim?
8: Well, that's one in the title, yes. That's a legitimate uh, title. Also, the national chairman of the Constitution Party.
1: Amen to that. ConstitutionParty.com, in my opinion, one of the great solutions in America today. If we want to take back America one vote at a time, we can count votes. We can create transparency, but it takes a lot of work by a lot of people. But I'll tell you this, a lot of hands make heavy work light. ConstitutionParty.com, check it out. Become a member, a lifetime member by choice. I am, and recommend you become one as well. So Jim Klammer and I are talking about this domestic threat, Homeland Security. The U.S. Homeland Security plans a review to address the threat of extremism in America, ladies and gentlemen. They say the agency has increased its focus on domestic extremism since Democrat Joe Biden won the election and took office in January. Now, that's a debatable uh, thing. Now, if I bring up that I don't buy off on the government narrative on that, then, see, I become part of a domestic threat extremist uh, akin to the Capitol rioters. Um, The bottom line is, though, they're literally saying we're all terrorists. Shortly after Biden took office, the DHS, that's the Department of Homeland Security, issued a rare terrorism bulletin warning of the lingering potential for violence from people motivated by anti-government sentiment after election. Okay, now, just so you know, I'm not anti-government. They claim that I'm anti-government, but the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the one that says... You know what? The supreme laws is, is the law of the land. That checks and balances are critical to preserve this country. That I reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration. That I'm a Christian and that I support peace over war. That I don't want us to be a warlike people. That I believe we can avoid foreign entanglements like George Washington, uh, the greatest general ever known, articulated. I'm the guy that says, listen, we've got to peacefully take our country back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. I'm the guy that basically says we've got to do it using the laws of our land. But you know what? (laughs) If you support Donald Trump, and I didn't vote for him, by the way, I voted for the constitutional party candidate both times. I did not vote for Trump. Some of what Trump did I loved, some of what Trump did I did not like. Nevertheless, I, I stood by him whenever I possibly could when he did what was right. To me, it's not a discussion of people. It's a discussion of principles, and I want to be on the right side of principle every time. Nevertheless, I digress, except to say I have demonstrated 25-plus years on the radio as peaceful of a delivery as I possibly can. Yes, I've got a little bit frustrated from time to time trying to call a halt to the con games in government. I've tried to challenge the swamp for accountability and transparency. There's no doubt about all that. But I've not demonstrated a single thread of violence whatsoever. But here's the problem. I'm friends with Ammon Bundy. Is he anti-government? Uh, guilt by association seems to be the order of the day. Uh, and so I, I don't know where to go with this, but I am fearing that it's threatening to ratchet up. Now, I got kicked off Twitter, Jim Clymer, because here's what happened. There was a report in Lifesight News from a bunch of doctors and medical professionals in Israel. And they're making the claim that more people are dying from the COVID vaccine in the elderly population than from COVID itself in Israel. Now, I don't know if the report's true or not, but I reported on the report telling you that there's a group of physicians saying this is the case, this is something that people ought to probably dig into more, but it raises alarm and concern. Well, Twitter kicked me off and said, if you don't take down that false reporting, then you're off Twitter. If you take it down and be a good boy, we'll let you be back on Twitter. Well, I won't take it down because I didn't report anything wrong. I'm telling you both sides of the story. I didn't even, I'm not even a medical professional. I'm not telling you what the case is or the facts are. I'm just reporting on the report in legitimate news organizations in Israel and LifeSite News, uh, and they literally took me down over this. So the battle begins if I peddle in their minds fake news because I don't buy the mask lies or the vaccine lies or the COVID manipulations and and I reject, for example, uh, vaccine passports, for instance, because they're unconstitutional. Do I become a domestic enemy to the point where Homeland Security is literally going to come after me? And threaten that I'm the seed of violence. Is that where we're headed, Jim?
8: Uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm afraid that is where we're headed. I mean, it's already happening. It's not. It's undeniable. The, I mean, the example you gave is one, but there are thousands other examples of, of the same thing. You, you, uh, we, we now have thought police. We have speech police, and it's not only the government; it's big tech, tech as well so they're of course they're working hand in hand with government but uh yeah you're con you have people groups like the Southern Poverty Law Center that has their lists and and, and unfortunately police departments and uh, government agencies rely on information that they get from the Southern Poverty Law Center where they got their credentials that 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 should be information relied upon by the police departments is beyond me, but it's happening, it's a fact. Uh so you have uh you know raised this specter of domestic terrorists and anybody you don't agree with can be put on that list and, and anybody you don't agree with their political speech you put on they put on that list. And and again it's relied upon by police departments and government agencies and so whatever power they have or whatever they need to feel like they uh, can use or wield their power they do and and we become the victims not because in most cases not because of what we do or that we're advocating anything anything kind of violence or terrorism but because of our political views or you know, it's something as simple as saying that you're questioning the uh, uh, the popular, the mainstream narrative on COVID or on the vaccine or on any number of other things that uh, that uh, where you're showing disagreement with the popular narrative, <clears throat> and it's a very dangerous thing. I think we have to. Uh, and of course, LBGTQ or whatever the letter combinations are, another area where you speak out. You're um, characterized as a domestic terrorist because you don't accept the mainstream narrative on, on what is clearly a political issue. So it's a, it's a very dangerous area that we're entering now. And I think we have to be aware that, uh, you know, it may come to the point where we're going to go to jail because of of our beliefs or because of our speech. And this is So two questions for you. Do
1: you believe that we will go to jail, number one? And number two, who's going
8: first, me or you? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Are they going to haul us
1: off to the gulag?
8: Yeah, well... Listen, it's uh, it's upon us. I don't mean to be real negative, but it is upon us.
1: Now, I would appeal to our Christian beliefs. And I, I, sadly, I believe that's what they're really out to attack, Jim. I don't think they're really out to divide us over race, although I think that's helpful, or vaccines or masks or, you know, male, female, whatever divide lines they find. Those are commonest tactics. But I think the real goal is they want to attack Christians. See, I believe in God Almighty. I believe Jesus Christ is my savior, and I believe in a peaceful um, effort to restore the country. Okay, I'm the guy that says we, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the earth. Now, I don't think we're great because we're white, like they would racially charge. I believe we're great because we follow fundamental principles of liberty that Jesus Christ has given us. And I believe any nation that follows those principles will be great. And any nation that jettisons those principles will cease to be great, like Tocqueville highlighted. The Tocqueville said America is great because America is good, meaning a moral people. And I believe any nation that's a good, honest, moral people um, can be great. I think following the principles is what matters, uh, not your race or your, the pigmentation in your skin. Okay, I'm not a racist. I don't believe that, uh, that we uh, are in, in any way superior because of our skin color. I believe we're all God's children. We're the human race, and we should start acting like it as soon as possible, for crying out loud. Okay, that's the doctrine I preach. For that, I'm a rebel. I'm a renegade. I'm a domestic threat. I'm a terrorist. I'm of great concern, they say. And, and I submit to you, I mean, they've even written articles, these liberals have written articles where they talk about Ammon Bundy, they talk about all the, you know, Richard Mack, and the anti-government sheriff's movement. And, and then they paint the article and they, they highlight about four or five or six people in the patriot movement. And then they write this. And Sam Bushman, nationally syndicated talk show host, sits at the center of and coordinates them all. Now, I don't know that that's exactly right. right. Uh, um, But I'm certainly involved with them and they're friends of mine. But they're now pitching it that I sit at the center of it all. In fact, the hub uh, and the wheel is around Sam Bushman. I I don't believe that's true at all, right? Uh, But yet, that's what it appears because that's what Roundtable is designed to do is bring all this information to you. And so in that sense, I guess I am kind of the hub, but not as they charge. When we get back, I want Jim Clymer to respond to that. And then since we can't leave any broadcast on a fear note, I got some of the best faith-based news you've ever seen. Coming up with my buddy Jim Clymer as well. Constitutionparty.com, lovingliberty.net. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
4: just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
9: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. and there will be a day of reckoning what's the day of reckoning the day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market the day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar when it comes i can't tell you exactly but i can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking with Jim Clymer, well-known constitutional attorney, constitutionparty.com. We're talking about this domestic threat scenario, and they literally have described me as at the hub of it all. And so I'm afraid they might haul me off before Jim. Uh, Nevertheless, I believe that we're advocating for the message of Jesus Christ, for the peaceful principles that make people free. The truth shall set you free, they say. Okay, well, I, you, know, you know what? Our free speech, the five fundamental guarantees in the First Amendment are at stake here, ladies and gentlemen. And whether you agree or disagree with me or not, you know what? We have the right to agree and disagree, and we should do so uh, with civility in mind. Okay, we don't need to hate one another. We can be kind and respectful, and we can just say, you know what? I don't I don't agree with that. I think that's wrongheaded or ill-advised, and here's why. And we can articulate for our own beliefs, uh, but because we're Christian They're attacking us, Jim.
8: No doubt about it. And, you know, going back to what Obama said quite a number of years ago, a lot of us reacted very negatively when he said that uh, America is no longer a Christian nation. Um, We didn't want to recognize that. But, in fact, I'm afraid it's true. And the, the, the truth of the matter is that, that uh, we are, I think, in the minority at this point. The uh, This nation was founded upon and throughout its history has maintained the uh, principles of Judeo-Christian uh, government uh, as part of its jurisprudence. And um, I'm afraid that's rapidly no longer becoming, is no longer the case. And I, I think that that's what no, we no need let me... to prepare for.
1: Let me rephrase this a little bit to get to what Jim's pointing out, but I want to be accurate and deliberate in our word usage for a reason. We are a Christian nation. We are founded as a Christian nation. The Judeo-Christian principles are at the helm of our constitutional democratic republic. Uh, And we have these principles as our guide codified in the supreme law of our land. So we will always be a Christian nation until Jesus Christ returns. However, the people might be abandoning that ship at an alarming rate to the point where we may not have the mojo to hold on to those principles over time uh, is what you're really saying, right, Jim? And, and I want to mention that because the law is still the law. The principles are still accurate. The founding is still a reality in history. We don't want to lose that reality on the fact that a lot of people are turning their back on God.
8: Well I guess there's two different ways of saying that and uh, what what I hear you saying is that the constitution is still the constitution the principles upon which it was formed uh, and adopted are are still there the declaration of independence and the principles that preceded the the uh, current constitution are still there those principles are sound and and so on. my my point i think is and we may disagree on this but those principles are no longer being followed in policy when we see the courts abandoning those principles no longer following them we see our government no longer following them we see our government uh, implementing policy public policy that is contrary to those principles Uh, That's that's the alarming trend that I see happening.
1: I agree with your point a thousand percent. The only reason I spend time to kind of adjust the language a little bit is because I want people to understand that we can change. We can return to those principles. We can and should adopt the rule of law in obedience to principle. Uh, and, and I don't want people to think that that is lost. A lot of people believe the Constitution is the problem. They're deceived, I, I believe. But they, they really think we've got to find a better way or we've got to do something different to save us. No, we don't. We just need to return to these principles. And so that's the only reason that I kind of uh, dig in a little bit to uh, kind of refresh the language and the discussion point, because I believe your point's 1,000% valid. I could not agree with you more. At the same time, I don't want to lose sight of where the solutions
8: lie well i think that goes right this is maybe a little bit off topic for what you planned, but uh... you know the the move to uh... call for constitutional convention article five convention and that's uh... i think that's misguided for the same reason because as you said if we would just follow the constitution that we have we don't really need a new one we don't need uh... uh, well Can't probably didn't want to get off on this tra- side track? But no, I think but, you, but, you articulate
1: know. the point perfectly that we can't <laughs> always be searching for ill-advised guidance that leads us away from the
8: very solutions that we need the most, sir. It's it's a distraction, and from because it's some as though there's some panacea in being able to. Make amendments to the constitution if it can be done at all, and I'm not sure whether it would be. I have doubts whether it would ever be successful. But it's a question of what makes them think that they would, our government would follow a new constitution any better than they follow the old one. Let's get back to the one we have and 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 follow it, and and you know frame our public policy around the. What is truly the law? And what is well, let's the, get
1: back to what has a 200-year-plus track record of incredible success. It's not perfect, and every time we go away from it, we lose ground. Every time we return to it or embrace it, we gain ground. Uh, and the reality is it's time-tested. It's true. It works. It's brought more liberty to more people in the history of the world than anything else we can historically point to, bar none, Jim.
8: Correct. That's That's exactly right. Then um, that's what the Constitution Party does. That's what we keep, that, that's the main reason for our existence that we want to guide our uh, public figures, our politicians, our citizens back to those founding principles and, and restore what has been uh, destroyed in terms of public policy and adherence to the Constitution. The party of integrity, liberty,
1: and prosperity. Constitutionparty.com, ladies and gentlemen. I want to go to the good news before we end the hour because I always want to end on a great point. I still have faith in Jesus Christ, and I still have faith in America, in the principles that made her great in the first place. I believe if returned to, could make her great again. And I want to be one of the wise virgins that put a drop of oil in my lamp a little bit at a time. I want to have faith and preparedness for when Jesus Christ returns, and I testify that he will. And I want to be among those who are prepared when he comes. The Prince of Peace, the only king we'll ever accept, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the good news. The news is provided by National Day of Prayer and Fasting. I don't know if you saw this piece, Jim, but it's incredible. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but it's Undara, Australia. For almost a decade, Australia has called the nations of the world to join in seven days of prayer and fasting for the United States of America. This year, it'll be from April 30th to May 6th, 2021. May 6th, by the way, just so you know, is America's National Day of Prayer. That's why they're ending with that date. The theme is life, love, and liberty, 2 Corinthians 3.17, April 30th is America's National Day of Repentance. That's why they're starting with that day. Um, the National Day of Prayer, ladies and gentlemen, is a vital part of America's heritage. The first National Card of Prayer was back in 1775. It comes from our founders, folks. And it's really critical. So the headline, Australia calls nations of the world to pray and fast for the United States of America from April 30th to May 6th. Pray and fast for seven days for the greatest country on earth, not because we're better than any other peoples, but because we have learned through the work and prayers and suffering of the founding fathers. We have learned the principles, from the Bible, by the way, of what it takes to be a free people. And we should be a light on a hill to others. And other countries like Australia recognize this reality and are calling for a seven-day prayer for America worldwide. That gives me tremendous hope, Jim.
8: That is very hopeful. And, uh, you know, that's the type of thing that's the only thing I believe is going to turn this around. There's uh, uh, we like to think in terms of political solutions, and I believe political political solutions should be sought. But I I personally believe that they're not going to be successful unless we are – Changing the hearts of, of of our American citizens, and and that's done through prayer and fasting, among other things.
1: I don't know of the best ways to solve everything. I agree with you that political answers should be pursued and sought. Uh, the supreme law of the land, I believe, is the direction that we should take when looking for those answers. Uh, but I believe there are many things that aren't political, that we can all set aside politics and set aside vitriol and divide and be civil to one another. And we can all say, you know, what, we need to pray for each other. We need to even pray for our enemies and for those who persecute us and prosecute us. <laughs> we need to That's literally right. stand uh, as peaceful followers of Jesus Christ. Um, I believe the power of prayer is often underestimated. Some people just say, Sam, I'm not as religious as you. You go ahead and pray and I'll continue to work on picking up my musket. Folks, we've got to take a step back and unite. I believe the power of prayer cannot be uh, overestimated. I think it's underestimated like you wouldn't believe, Jim.
8: No, you're right. I mean, um, I'm afraid that too many um, people who are nominally Christians um, in this country uh, don't utilize and don't experience the power of prayer. And, you know, that's that's what we need to do. We need to get back to uh, renewal, a spiritual renewal in this country um, to do the very things you're talking about, uh, you know, to, to, to decrease the divide, decrease the acrimony and the, the bitterness that is so rampant. Um, we, we do need to be people of love and, and to express that and, and try to bring them together, find common ground, find where we can work together and, and um, not you know highlight our similarities and work toward our common goals where we can, even with those that we disagree on with on other issues. and that's that's the spirit I think we should be going into with this.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? There's a lot of solutions out there that people have, and I believe politically speaking, the Constitution is one of them. I personally think the Constitution, the supreme law of our land, ought to be the political religion of our nation. Nevertheless, what I really think is setting aside politics for a second, if I could pick uh, solutions that I think would make the biggest difference, I think turning to God and repenting so that he'll heal our land and protect us, learning to forgive others so that we don't have this hatred but that we have civility and kindness to one another, even if we disagree. So repentance, forgiveness, and humble, sincere prayer before God Almighty. I don't know any solutions when you put those together that will, that would have a greater impact on the nation than that. Final word to you, Jim, 20
8: seconds. Uh, I would just reiterate what you said. Let's work together. Let's keep our eye on the goal. Let's pursue righteousness. Let's pursue uh Constitutional principles and the principles of this country was founded upon.
1: James Clymer, ladies and gentlemen, well known constitutional attorney, chairman of the Constitution Party, constitutionparty.com. Godspeed, my friend. God bless you and the Constitution Party. Thank you, sir. Thank you. There he goes, Mr. Jim Clymer, doing a phenomenal job as always on your radio. That's a wrap. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. The only question left is, will you help? Constitutionparty.com, LovingLiberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America.